Let's talk about Jump Pack Cargo, Sam. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Utini, the new and easy way to stay up to date with Star Wars books by having them delivered right to your door every month. Enter the giveaway in the description below or use promo code SWBPODCAST for $5 off your first month. Pick your class and learn your battle points because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 124 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over Jump Pack Cargo, our thoughts, how to play, and your thoughts. Let's get started. Before we get started, though, we have a huge announcement. So, a while back, we had Corey Helton, the founder of Utini, on the podcast. And we're giving away uh, one of their bags. But also, taking it a step further, we have our own Star Wars book bag. Everything you need to know about Battlefront and book form is going to be in that subscription. We've got a three-month subscription. It's about it's going to be about $18 a month, $18.50 a month for three months. So about your about little under the average price of a video game. And with that, you get the first Battlefront book, the second Battlefront book, and the comic book that features Project Cinder, which is a huge part of the Battlefront 2 campaign. And something even more, if you use the code SWBPODCAST at checkout, you get $5 off. So that evens out $16 a month. What do you think about that, Sam? It's a pretty dang good deal. Yeah, and we also have a six-month subscription, and we were expanding that even more with uh, the Phasma comic book and the Phasma book, as well as Lords of the Sith. So, if you like Star Wars, you like Battlefront, and you like books, check out utini.com slash Battlefront and use code SWBPODCAST at checkout to get $5 off. It's a dang good deal. If I didn't already have the books, I would I would do it myself. Actually, I may even do that. <laughs> just because it's a great deal also check out the other subscription that they've got there uh they did one for rebel force radio with all of the darth vader books a darth every month is what they call it so check that out in the description now let's get into jump pack cargo jump pack cargo is the limited time game mode for battlefront 2 that was introduced in patch 1.2. Cargo, if you didn't know, was a game mode introduced in Battlefront 2015 where two teams competed to capture all of the cargo. Capture the flag style, you take it back to your base, and then you protect your own base. Jump pack cargo, on the other hand, is something, it's more of in the style of cargo. So in the middle of Moss Eisley, which I think is a perfect map for it, there is a cargo that spawns. And then as a team, you're supposed to be working together to get that cargo to your base, which is on the opposite side of the cargo. And then you're also trying to stop the other team from transporting their own cargo. What do you think of this game mode, Sam? Yeah, I think it's a little better than the... It's more to the point than the original cargo. Because you only have one cargo center rather than, you know, you can just farm the base until you reach a score. There's just one that both teams have to fight against. And that creates for a little fast-paced game mode. You know, cargo could, you know, be 15 minutes at 
at most in Battlefront 2015. But this one is like... I've had a match go 30 minutes. Yeah. But this game's you know, is 5 to 10 minutes, and 10 minutes is a long game. You know, so it's some quick fun that we haven't really seen in Battlefront. It is. It's the it's a unique fast-paced game mode. This is the fastest-paced game mode that's in the game. Uh, yeah. Strike can also strikes also pretty fast-paced, yeah, but depends. not on this level. I think Blast would have to rival it, and you know that has a kill limit, which can take a while. Yeah, but this one, if you have a good team and you're against a good team, you can stretch that a while and have a ton of fun. I got up to 23 kills in one game and I had a, I had an absolute blast doing that just because it's so much fun and in a bit we'll be talking about uh, our best practices for that but overall thoughts what I love that they're trying out this new style of content like an exclusive game mode. I don't know how they're going to phase it out or what they're going to do after that, but the thought of you can only play this for a limited time, get in there and start competing, it's pretty cool. Yeah, first off, it brings players that normally wouldn't play Battlefront to play because they'll miss out otherwise. And then it's also just a kind of take on the whole you know season thing that other video games have been trying to do. Hopefully we'll see more these uh, limited time only games and then at the end of Battlefront 2's time might have a little loop that has all of the original yeah. limited time only games in it. Maybe they have a game mode specific season towards the end of Battlefront 2's life. I mean that's something that could happen. The, the season format lends itself to interesting ideas that the DLC doesn't really give them the chance to do with a season pass you you knew you're going to get two heroes one a villain one hero and you're going to get a map or several maps and then a game mode this time we don't know what you're going to get so it could be it could have a huge range of uh, content and also in between these seasons you can also get patch updates to where each patch you get extra content like this one uh, introduced jetpack cargo and also we're going to be getting some exclusive like Hoth-themed outfits for Han, Luke, and Leia. And also they're still supporting arcade mode with the at, with the addition of Crate and Indoor. Death Star 2. Death uh, Star 2. Uh, Jakku. All of these different maps that they're adding to arcade mode. Yeah, it's good to see that they're still thinking of arcade mode and trying to better that because... It's a really good, you know, fun thing to do if you don't have internet or your internet's slow. Yeah. Or even co-op is pretty fun. Exactly. If you just want to play around with your buddies on the couch, that lends itself perfectly to arcade mode. And especially if they keep on adding content, it's going to get much more fun and interesting to play. It'll actually make you want to play arcade and then just have it stagnate. Well, going back to Jetpack Cargo, what do you think about the gameplay mechanics and having the jetpack and the rocket launchers first of all the the evenness that it adds i mean everyone has the same everyone has the same abilities while you can upgrade those with star cards you can make your jump pack faster loading it still adds it to where everyone is on a somewhat even playing field i know i know you find it annoying a lot of the times you know it's simple and it gets to the point but I don't like how they mess with the rocket launcher so much. If you don't get inches near them or right on them, it doesn't kill 
and it seems to be buggy because sometimes it'll only do a certain amount of damage when it should do higher yeah it's weird so mainly I just use the pistol or the rifle as my primary weapon I actually did win a game of cargo once by delivering the cargo but other than that I'd really stay away from the cargo I think that leads perfectly into our next topic which is how to play so the introduction of star cards into Battlefront 2 adds a lot of things that you can upgrade like our our aerial was 11 before jump pack cargo even started so we were starting way before but you can alter your your star cards the good thing is to lower the the, the loading time for your jump pack that really helps as well as uh, the load times for your rocket launcher and also just getting a fill for the map is always good because there's always going to be someone in the air and you need to use your jetpack both you use both the you know the vertical and the what horizontal one because if you use the uh, one that travels across the ground high high enough it'll act like it's the normal jump pack yeah so if you get on top of a building and then you use your forward or side sideways jump pack you can actually travel a lot further than just with the the regular jump pack yeah so a good technique is just to use your normal jump pack to get on a high building with the cargo and then from there use your secondary jump pack to uh, clear the map a little more definitely uh, another thing, one of the best things I've noticed, one of the easiest ways to do well at cargo is to not use the rocket launchers at all. I've gotten more kills just with the regular rifle than I have with the rocket launcher. Because with the rocket launcher, uh, when I play with it, I feel like I need to get that kill. Well, it should be secondary in my opinion. You use the rocket launcher when you have to, and then otherwise you use your regular rifle. I got on an eight kill streak with just my regular rifle because everyone else is using the, the rocket launchers and waiting for it to refresh. Yeah, I think the best way to do it is use the rocket launcher when you're in the air, and then while you're on the ground, use your primary weapon. Definitely. Because when you use your rocket launcher, you're committing so much to that one option. Because sometimes when I'm in the rocket launcher mode, I just forget I have another weapon. Exactly. That's something I struggle with every time I use the rocket launcher is I always forget that I have another weapon. And both the, the pistol and the rifle do really well. I prefer the rifle, but both of them work really well. Yeah, I still prefer the pistol just because most Isley is a really close quarters kind of map. Mm-hmm. And it... It's more spammable than the rifle. The rifle's like an EE3. Yeah, it it, it burst shots. Um, it's the A280 mixed with the, uh, I'd say the E3 more like that in its uh, firing abilities. But it's, it's super effective not to use the rocket launchers unless you have to or, in, or you're in that perfect situation where it works. Yeah, and this is a game mode where you need to stick with your team I know a lot, of the, a lot of the time if you're not in a party, you have a bad habit of just splitting up with, away from your team. But because when you're anywhere on the map and you have the cargo, you're an open target because it shows you on the map. Yes. So just having someone to watch your back, and even if you die, they can you know clean up and then pick it back up and keep going through with the mission. Yeah, on that front, the best, we can go into the best 
ways to get the cargo and transfer that. Uh, what I've found is if you don't have the cargo, just run up, just follow the person who does. Because a lot of the times, though, uh, the opposing team will get confused and you'll be in the line of sight instead of the actual cargo carrier. Uh, that's happened to me a lot where I'll just be following up behind and I will, I'll take a bullet for my buddy and we get the, the cargo transferred. Yeah, and when it starts out in the map, you know, everyone's going to be there. So, like, if you perch up on one of the buildings and just wait for them to fight it out, you can usually clean up and get the cargo back. And once you have the cargo, use your jump packs as much and as frequently as you can. Uh, what I find very good is to jump on the highest point and then use my forward jump pack to travel even further. Or if you're just on the, the ground level, you can use that and jump up and travel further and evade shots much more, much better than you would normally. Yeah, because even if you don't deliver the cargo and you just push it into their base a little further, you automatically have the advantage because they have to go that extra space to get to your base or your team has the opportunity to pick it up and then just you know travel a little bit to the delivering spot. Yeah, if you keep it moving, the opposing team will have to travel further, so that gives you more of a, an ability to to get it to your side. And also, when you use your roll, instead of, you know, rolling, it has a little jump burst that you can yeah. dodge with, which is actually really effective. Mm -hmm. It travels much farther than a normal roll, so you want to use that yeah, as use well. It, use it when your other jetpacks are reloading. Definitely. Because it's faster than just walking, especially if you're going either behind or to the side of yourself. So, jump pack cargo offers much more much more fast-paced gameplay than any of the other game modes in my opinion how do you think going forward what if they do remove it what do you think that means uh do you think that they bring it back what because i hope that they bring something like that back maybe i hope that they're treating this as a testing ground for a cargo light game mode and maybe in the future they adapt that somehow i hope it's a test to just experiment with the you know smaller quicker paced game modes because, you know, one of the draws to Battlefront and Star Wars in general is, you know, huge battles, you know, empire, good versus bad, giant teams versus other giant teams. But in the end, they're sacrificing, you know, smaller game modes, fun game modes, which I think the original Battlefront 2015 had over this game. Definitely. They had Hero Hunt, Cargo Blast. Droid Run. Droid Run. I mean, they had a lot of small game Extraction. modes. Extraction. Yeah. You know, on top of that, they had, you know, Walker Assault and Turning Point. So they just need to balance the small game modes and the large game modes. Definitely. Now, after a short break, we'll get into your thoughts on Jump Pack Cargo. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. So on Twitter, I said comment below on your thoughts of Jump Pack Cargo and you'll be featured in the next episode 
of SWBP. And here we are. So, Nappin at the Nappin, big member of the Battlefront 2 community, great presence, says it's fast, fun, and explosive, which that is a perfect definition. That is the game jump. mode. Yes, that is that is the game mode. Um, great way to just shortly describe it. Yeah, way quicker than Sledgehammer. Cedric at Cedric SW. This guy's great. Uh, definitely send him a follow because he's he's really knows his stuff, and also it's very interactive uh, on our Twitter. So. He says, this was a great addition. I feel Star Wars game should I feel a Star Wars game should have more aerial combat as Battlefront 2 stuck to a more boots on the ground experience. Battlefront 2 did fix the jump pack spam though. I'd like to see more out of the ordinary game modes in the future. Big game modes can be more immersive, but in my opinion, smaller game modes allow for more diverse gameplay as less players mean more means one's actions have a bigger impact on the outcome of that match. The Battlefront 2015 DLC packs brought fresh game modes that would not come to mind immediately in a Star Wars game, but at the same time did not feel out of place in the Star Wars universe. Those are some great thoughts on the smaller game modes. Uh, It's kind of like what we were touching on earlier. You can do so much more with a smaller game mode than you can with a bigger game mode in terms of fun gameplay. Because in, like, Galactic Assault, you know, one person doesn't make, you know, all that much of a difference unless you just, like, really try hard. But in the smaller game modes, like eight players, you know, if you don't participate in the game and do good, your whole team could be affected by, you know, your negligence of the game. Definitely. At, okay, so William Peranek, at William, at Peranek William, it would be cool if it had more than one map. And this is what I've been seeing a lot through these other tweets, is more maps. Um, I think the reason why they stuck to one is because it's a limited time run, but I think going forward, if they were to keep it, more game modes, I mean, more maps would be great to expand it. Yeah, because they have a plethora of little maps that they can add, you know, through, like, Strike, it would work. But for now, it's just like an experiment, so... And most Isley was definitely the best choice for it. Definitely. Um, that is the definition of a map that I think fits well. I think some of the Kashyyyk maps would work well. Yeah. I think they need to expand on that. You're just a big Kashyyyk lover, aren't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> Hashtag triple Y squad. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lyons at What Com Bombers. I think this was a good idea, but it feels mu- feels too much like an arcade game in my opinion. There doesn't seem to be as much skill as other game modes since the abilities are so spammy. It needs more maps, and I hope that they don't count out bringing back regular cargo because they made jetpack cargo. I agree that I, I, I would love to see regular cargo, but I disagree about the skill. I think this game mode takes a lot of skill. Yes, a lot of the players are spammy, but if you aren't the spammy person and you use your rifles, it takes a ton of skill and you just feel awesome about it. But then again, you know, it's really how lucky you get with your explosive shots. Yeah. Depending if that's how you want to play it, which I mean, you, basically everyone does. Yeah, everyone else does. So so be be the 1% and use the force. No. 
regular blasters. Oh. Who needs the force when you've got blasters, right? <laughs> I, I, from the silence there, I don't think you agree with me. Adam Frederick at Adam Frederick 10. Very fun, fast paced, and times frustrating. These aren't your Halo 2 rocket launchers. It's surprising. It surprised me how intense it can get. It reminds me of a Halo custom games. So he's he's kind of on that level about fun, but also frustrating. I know uh, yesterday you had a lot of uh, frustrations. You quit because of uh, Jump Pack Cargo. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, Jump Pack Cargo is like the most internet-intensive game ever. Like, I can barely get a game through without it popping the little bar up. I, I liked when I was ignorant to the, my internet and thought it was all good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's mainly because it's a test run and they didn't dedicate as much server time or uh, much ter- server bandwidth to that specific game mode. Uh, so it's lagging a lot. Or it could just be our internet, really. Uh, but but we're gamers. We blame we blame things, right? Mostly the internet. Most mostly the internet. Um, but definitely, I agree with his statement of how intense it can get. Because a lot of the times, I'm on the edge of my seat, like, okay, where where's the next person? I've I've upped my sensitivity because I need that extra uh, maneuverability. Plagueis the Wise, thank you for uh, contributing to our little little show, Darth Plagueis. We, we've heard your story, because we, we grew up around somewhere uh, where the Jedi weren't there to uh, hinder our ability to hear Plagueis the Wise's story, you know? <laughs> uh, his his uh, tag on Twitter is at that prequel sky. Just played six rounds, but very intense and fun game mode. Hope it becomes an unlimited time game mode, because why not? Yeah, they've they've put in the time, they put in the effort, they put in the thought into this game mode, and it's out there. Why not release it in some way? Yeah. Maybe down the road? Maybe in its own season? It's not a story a Jedi would tell you. Do you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No. I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. At Stoge, or Stoge, at DStoge17, hope I'm pronouncing that right, it was fun when it was released, but I got a little repetitive after a few rounds. If it was on more maps like Endor, for example, I would play it more. Just Moss Eisley. Nah. Yeah, I can see how it would be uh, repetitive, especially if that's the only thing you play. Because after a while, yes, you do have the night game, uh, the night map, but that that doesn't bury it enough map-wise. Then Andrew Lawrence didn't at the late picks didn't really do it for me. After about two rounds, I was ready to play Galactic Assault again. Yeah, a lot of mixed reviews with um, Jetpack Cargo. But then again, Cargo and Battlefront 2015 wasn't the most popular game mode. Definitely. But while it was also really mixed as well. Yeah. Uh, you either loved Cargo or you hated it. So I, that's kind of the 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 notion that I'm getting with Jump Pack Cargo. Max Brent at Max D. Brent. Like the rocket sound effects. Me too. That's one thing they got right. 
The uh, I also really love the sound of when you get a kill. That that is just so satisfying. That's that that's one of the greatest feelings or sounds that you can get. Bossman at Bossman one two five eight three. Fun for a while, but slightly repetitive, only being on one map. Yeah, and it's not. It wouldn't be too hard since they already have the maps created for smaller game modes to add it. Definitely. Uh, but we're kind of in a spot to where they probably won't add it because the next update will be the next season. Yeah. More than likely. Um, thinking late March, early April is when the next season could launch. Just because the first DLC in Battlefront 2015 launched in April or March. Magadoo Bagaboo at Bagaboom Bagaboo Magaboo. Meh. 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 It's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. The best three letters. <laughs> Plop at kill myself with a lot of Fs. Fun game mode. However, lack of credits received deters me from playing it often. Yeah, that is something. Like, I got a really, really good score. I got almost 5,000 score. And I only got about 180 credits. Yeah. So that's a problem with Battlefront in general right now is that they're not getting enough credits for certain game modes. Definitely. Especially uh, they probably don't want people to abuse this because it's such a quick game mode. Exactly. It can be really fast and while also it could be really slow. So they I can see why they would want want to lower it, but for those longer game modes and the amount of effort and the amount of fun it actually is, it would I would prefer it if there was much more much more reward to actually being good at it thank you all for your responses on this i want to do this more so i'm thinking maybe one episode a week we can just dedicate it to talking about your thoughts on battlefront 2 uh, that's on twitter at swb podcast over there definitely if you like to contribute which we we always love hearing what you have to say and it's also really fun just to talk about what's going on, not just our own thoughts, but also your thoughts. Because Battlefront 2 is a great community, always good with communication. If it's not from the devs, we've got to communicate with ourselves. But thank, that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter, like I just said, at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. That is extremely helpful as we're moving two episodes a week we would really really like your support we're trying to upgrade as much as possible up the quality level as much as we can and bring you even more content so that's always helpful or if you don't like patreon you can support us through paypal paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep t-y-e-d-y-e-s-h-e-e-p another way you can contact us about your thoughts on Battlefront 2 is through email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Fancy URL, isn't it? We upload the audio versions of our podcast there as well. So if you want to listen to the podcast there, you can. Last episode, was doing video, still getting that edited, so... That's going to be up there. I don't know if we'll be going forward with video, though. It's a ton of work, and I'm not 
sure if the the input is worth all of that because if we can the the more time we spend on one episode the less time we can get for more episodes so I'm, I'm trying to think that out also two episodes a week we're doing one on friday and i'm thinking one on tuesday because that kind of evens it out would love to hear your thoughts on how we can improve hit that email down below we'd love to hear your thoughts our discord is a fun place to talk battlefront star wars all kinds of stuff check that in the description check out utini also utini.com battlefront gets you to the page where we have our own star wars book subscription mind is blown use code swb podcast and you get five dollars off leave us a review that helps us out just as much and it's completely free we've got 52 reviews let's let's aim for 60 uh we have a youtube channel the star wars battlefront podcast youtube.com slash the star wars battlefront podcast you can listen to the show on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play or anywhere you find podcasts as always thanks for listening and may the force be with you